Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network, our weekly news podcast that discusses news that interests us from the past week. This is for the week of October 30th, 2016. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. He's feeling very musical today, folks. That's right. Every day. <laughs> you got to keep music in your heart and in your soul. Right, because it's, li- it's a lifestyle choice is really what it is. All that other cheesy bullshit. Yeah, I mean, sports and you know, family, you know, that kind of stuff. Doesn't mean shit. It's musica. <laughs> it's funny because I barely listen to music. <laughs> I really like I'm at I don't work. Think I've ever I, heard you listen to music. Everyone's always listening to music at work. I'm listening to podcasts because I gotta stay up to date since I'm a podcaster myself. Because it's research, um, really. I mean Exactly. You're like, this motherfucker um, and, stole my shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. Um, then, or I just don't listen to anything, and I enjoy quiet. I usually don't put my headphones on so people start making noise. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, that's great. Rip, right there. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, on that note, walk away. <laughs> I listen to music when I'm in the car if I'm by myself. You don't when the kids if- are around? If it the well, that doesn't count because if the kids are around, I'm listening to what they want to listen to. If my wife's around, I'm listening to what she wants to listen to. Okay, that's what so, I thought. I thought you kind of implied the fact that you know, like, no, when I'm when I'm in there with other people, when I'm in the car with other people, nobody's listening to shit. That's right. <laughs> and then my my I friend, rip it um, out of the fucking dash. <laughs> the, the only the only the only friend I I hang out with. I have two friends that I, I might hang out with outside of my house. And um, one is all the time. It's my friend Adam. And he doesn't listen. He, you know, if we're talking, he turns it off, hmm. which to me makes sense. 
Then I have my other friend who wants to hold a conversation with me while he's blaring fucking trance music. Oh, God. <laughs> so loud that my head is going to fucking explode. <laughs> it, reminds me because... of, it reminds me of Patrick. Patrick kind of does the same thing. Like, when I hang out with him and we get in the car, especially when he gets, like, onto the open road, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, and all of a sudden I feel like, I, I feel like suddenly I'm like, am I in a Michael Bay movie all of a sudden? Like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Right. And I told him once, well, he drives a Jeep, too, so it, there's no quiet in a Jeep. Yeah. It, it's always loud. And um, he was like, oh, you're acting like an old man. And I'm like, no, it's it's my life is full of noise. So when I have choice, I want quiet. <laughs> like I wanted to, I, I just want quiet. So I was you, driving you, rip his radio, with, you rip his radio out of his desk. <laughs> I threw that shit out the, out the fucking window, out the weird fucking flappy window that he had. <laughs> Jeeps are really weird. I don't. I don't like. I don't like them at all. So is it? I told him that. I told him that too. He got pissed off. Meh. I'm like, they're great for off roading, but just you know, going to work and shit. There's much more comfortable <laughs> cars to be in. Well, it's like the. It's you feel like, like you're in a fucking go kart. Well, it's like people that have radio on their fucking motorcycle that don't have like headsets. Because I I've known a couple people that are like listen to the radio. They have like a headset, you know, to kind of yeah. you know or something to 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 do that. But it's like people that just like, and I get this sometimes when I go to work because, you know, I when I'm walking over to work, there's always some dude that rides a motorcycle and you're just hitting like, you know, um, stairway to heaven, blaring really loud and he's on a motorcycle. I'm like, no, no, you got a motorcycle. You have no reason for a fucking radio unless you have a headset. Well, speaking, speaking of music, um, musica. <laughs> music there's this new there's this new trend now with the, with the youth um <laughs> the youth where they just they just walk around with their cell phones oh, blaring yes. music out of that tinny ass fucking yeah. cell phone speaker i thought that like, was just me i thought that was just me no it's everywhere i'm like get a fucking boom box and do it right don't be <laughs> fucking with these whack or at least get a bluetooth speaker like it's just if you if you first of all Anyone who's doing that, they're playing shitty fucking modern hip hop bullshit right, yeah. that no one wants to fucking listen to. But there was one there was one kid and he was outside a store and this motherfucker was listening to some pop music, a couple a couple songs I like modern times, and he's jamming out. And um I was like, bro, you need to get like because I was waiting for my wife, I was like, you need to get um like a little Bluetooth speaker or something, be be out here in the cut, just boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> and he's like, That's a good idea. And then I shit you not, I saw him two weeks later. He was outside the same store with a Bluetooth motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a Beats pill or something. I was like, this motherfucker's about that life, dude. Yeah, and I like, just gave him a head nod and shit. Yeah, because I get that at, uh, when I get on the bus to go to work and shit like that. Always some, it's usually on a day where you're just like, I'm tired of fucking noise, you know? And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden you got the one kid that's sitting there, uh, Dumping, you know, Biggie, you know, off his set, off his cell phone, and I'm just like, seriously, Biggie, Biggie isn't the problem. It's that <laughs> it's off the damn cell phone. Exactly, and it's like in my mind, I'm thinking, in this day and age where you can buy a fucking, you can buy earbuds for like two dollars. Yeah. What the fuck that are we sound doing? Sound better than that. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Well then, I mean this, and and let's get it straight. This isn't exclusive to kids of today. My generation, your generation, it was always those people that had to have the music with them. I remember what was that? Uh, 
that movie, that fucking Spike Lee movie. Do the right thing. Oh, yeah. Do the big ass fucking boombox. Right. He cut. He came into the fucking pizza joint, <laughs> bumping. I was like, dude. Well, I was at Goodwill the other day, and I saw I saw a fucking. It was like a smaller boombox, but it had the little fucking tube TV built into it. I was like, shit. And this shit worked, too. <laughs> That's I mean, you like... couldn't pick up you can pick up any stations because it's not digital or anything, right. but it was dope. Now, I got, now, Adam, why the hell did you get that? Well, see, this is part of our emergency plan escape. See, I'm preparing <laughs> for that time that we need shit like this that we can't hook up to the internet. You know, yeah. that's that's what we need. That's why we need. You never it. know. You never know when you know the internet goes down and we're stuck with basic TV. You might want to watch a marathon of fucking reruns of <laughs> Everyone Loves Raymond. <laughs> it's all that fucking plays on basic TV. Oh man, I, it's that's funny because I remember um, the other day I was walking down the street. And, you know, and down here in L.A., you know, you always have those, you know, those uh, cholos that ride around on the on their on their bikes with like the huge ass handlebars and shit. Yeah. One dude rolling through had a fucking big ass boombox connected to the front of his bike. I was like, OK, see, you're keeping it. old. I'm not school. even mad at him. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's like you're like, you're keeping it old school. Yeah. You know, he's he's got that. <laughs> but this one dude, I was just like, oh, he's walking down the street. He's got a boombox attached to his backpack. What? And walking down the street blaring music. I was like, I'm not even sure how I feel about this right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know whether to hit you or high five you yeah, right now. Like, they had a backpack. They had a backpack for a little bit that had fucking speakers built into it. I'm like, <laughs> when you really want to be a douchebag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're a douchebag preparedness kit, you know? <laughs> Like, I never, I never had an issue. Like if you walk by, if you in the neighborhoods, or if you if you walk by like an apartment complex, somebody's sitting on a stoop and they got like a little boombox out. Right. That's whatever. They're just enjoying their life. Right. But don't be walking around the fucking store, yeah. blaring music out of your damn phone. I might kick you in the ass. Like I might. And depending but, uh, on the depending on the type of music, may kick you in the nuts. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> shit. <laughs> I heard this, there's one kid. He's walking around my complex all the time. He's always doing that. He's just blaring. And he and, and I live in a pretty low-end fucking apartment complex, so it's not like they have a nice phone. It's like a <laughs> shitty phone. So It's, it's like, a government Wah! phone. It's that shitty-ass government phone. Right. And they're listening to, uh, I don't know, whatever modern rap is, like <laughs> Chief Keef or some dumb shit. And, and I'm just looking at him I'm like, uh, you're the worst kind of person right now, dude. <laughs> I know that's why I got um that's why I got that uh You're the reason ISIS doesn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> you're the reason ISIS doesn't exist. The... No. Oh fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're the reason ISIS hates us. Oh man. I know. It's that's why I bought a fucking Bluetooth speaker myself, because it's like Just yeah. in case you want to go chill outside the house. Exactly. And I don't want to have my earbuds on, you know. It's just like sometimes you just kinda want that music to kind of, you know chill out the room you know so but yeah okay yeah. i like the bluetooth speakers because you carry that shit in the bathroom at you if you need to you know oh, yeah. <laughs> oh i know at work uh they did uh <laughs> they uh were saying that like you know the the president of the company goes and he goes this this room is too quiet and then he's like and he goes all right so he brought brings in a jawbone bluetooth speaker and so at first you know, I was next to a. I'm I'm connected to a Time Warner hotspot right there. So it's like, anybody got like free data? Uh, 
unlimited data and like Pandora. And then I was like, yeah, I got it. So we just, it, we kind of agreed on like uh, instrumental kind of music, you know, cause you know, you gotta have something suitable for work. And uh, at first we were like, oh, I go, oh, I got this NWA channel. He's like, um, no, I don't think so. And then, like some other people were like, oh, death metal. Well, that, that'll be okay. Right. <laughs> and so we put the, the music on and you know, it, it was cool. Like I, you know, we put the thing in the center of the room. You don't have to have your device next to it. It just, it plays. And then they ended up bringing in, uh, one of the, uh, one of the tech guys brought in an Asus tablet that he fucking hates. Um, so it just connected it to the Wi-Fi, and then you know everything was cool after that. So now we have music in there, but yeah, the Bluetooth speaker fucking makes sense. This, this older guy at work that listens to death metal, and it was on. It was the weekend, and almost everyone was working that day. Oh, jeez. And and so we we're playing a little music. He's like, "Oh, let me play my music. It's not fair that you guys get to play your." It's like, yeah, well, because your music sucks, <laughs> right? And he, he went in this thing about... Did he, no, did, he, did he pull a Milton? But they, they said that I can re- listen to my music at a reasonable level. <laughs> no, he pulled the old fucking... Your you music just don't, sucks. You, you just don't get it. it it's it, You don't hear the melodies. You're only focusing on the screaming. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Because the, they're screaming. The screaming at stands out. <laughs> he listens to that. <laughs> Like no, dude. Like no disrespect to anyone who might like that, but we at work right now. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to listen to whatever the hell they're doing. But yeah, like we did. Like uh, somebody actually took the time and built like a playlist based on you know music everybody likes. You know, and then we we're listening because there is music that everybody is okay with, right? You know, so we did like you know like uh, like some classic rock and like uh. Uh, what else do we do? We did like uh, some instrumental and uh, oldies, and then I go not eighties, like oldies, oldies, you know. And uh, so you know, we put like all that shit together. And we're playing it, and then somewhere along the line, someone screwed up, and then you know, and then maybe maybe thumbs up something they shouldn't have, and then all of a sudden, you know, we hear like this, you know, under the boardwalk, you know, we hear that song, oh. and then right down out, by the sea. Yeah. <laughs> And then right after that was, you know, I'm gonna stick my dick on you. You know, it was like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> like, was... I needed an adult. <laughs> that's that's what one of the one of the girls over there said. She's 23. She was like, I need an adult. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck just happened here? But yeah, it was just Damn like. T- well, then he's listening to death metal, and I had my earbuds in. And he's like, what are you listening to? And I was actually listening to some classical, just chilling out, you know, because right. I had kind of a bad morning. And he's like, what are you listening to? He's like, I'm like, I'm listening to Wagner at the moment. And he's like, "That's the, you're telling me my music sucks and you're listening to that shit? And I go sit the fuck down. <laughs> I was like, no, no human being on the planet who has fucking two IQ points to rub together right. would say classical music is shit. Right. They might say they don't like it. Right. But you can't sit there and say it's shit. Right. Get the fuck away from my desk. Get the fuck off my porch. That's basically what it comes down to. Sit your basic simple ass down. <laughs> I like to tell people at work, I'm like, you should go back to your desk before you hurt yourself. <laughs> I say that to people all the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I told I told my friend Zach at work too because he was talking shit, and I'm like, "Listen, I'm not saying I'm gonna do nothing because we at work and I'm an adult, but accidents happen in the workplace all <laughs> yeah, the time." Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a slip and a fall. You know. You yeah, never I, know. I've done that at work. It's like, well, what could happen? I don't know. Accidents happen. You know. I'm just saying. There's a lot of, a lot of <laughs> stairs here. Yeah. People people you know, get clumsy. People don't pay attention. You know, hey. people think they can multitask but can't. You know, shit like that happens. I'm just saying. As <laughs> don't a tempt friend, fate. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a friend, watch your fucking step. All right, that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> if you catch consider, my fucking knee, just consider this a warning. <laughs> Are you threatening? No, I'm no. promising you that something's gonna happen. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I have this girl Amber that comes through my desk all the time. Cute, super cute, mm-hmm. but she's about dumb as a post. <laughs> of course, like she's not real. She's one of those girls. She's not really dumb. She's not. She's just not good at speaking. Right. So she comes off as because she's one of the best in the office. But she comes off as stupid as shit, and she'll come <laughs> over and be like, "Uh, like, um, when are you like, um, gonna?" I'm like, if you say like. <laughs> One more fucking time, something's gonna happen to you. I don't know what it is, but something's gonna happen. I'm not gonna try to tell you what it's gonna be because I like to be spontaneous. But right. something's I'm not, gonna try to qu- I'm not gonna try to quantify the ass whooping you're about to receive into a number that you can understand because right. I'm beach ass. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, anyway, maybe we should do something that's on the show now. Yeah, maybe I don't know. um oh yeah so i was uh if you guys have uh been following our uh instagram or facebook page you would have seen my little picture and on snapchat i actually did some videos i think i did a video on the fucking instagram too uh restoring my uh video game collection and uh because i have uh i have uh nintendo 64 playstation 2 the original xbox and a gamecube but of course, you know, like most people, I'm using usually my my new shit. Um, I still use my PS3 mostly for you know like streaming shit. But I use more. PS3 of- is so fucking slow. <laughs> like once you use the newer shit, you're oh, like yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, I, I do. I know. I've done that since I moved my Apple TV out of my room into my living room. I'm like going, oh my god, fucking hurry the fuck up! I'm aging I here. A, I have a PS3 on a bookshelf right now, right by my foot. <laughs> it works too it's just not plugged in anything <laughs> so i ended up like you know because i also see people on online they're like oh i'm selling some old shit or you know i'm I'm trying to rebuild my collection i was like you know i got this shit here you know i should fucking just set it up again what the fuck is going on over here jesus um so uh so you know i decided like uh, all right you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna actually plug in this shit and see if it actually works. So like the first one and uh, first one I plugged in was my PlayStation Two thing boot boots up. Actually, at first it didn't boot. I was like, oh fuck, it doesn't work anymore. But I forgot, you know, Sony and their infinite wisdom has that master power off switch in the back, and mm-hmm. I was like, motherfucker, yeah, put that on, kicks on, and then uh, I kicked on my Xbox wa- uh, my Xbox, not my Xbox One, my Xbox. And of course, take a picture, show it to Adam. And uh, you know he's like, you know he's like, oh, these things are like the cockroaches of a, uh, <laughs> of a, uh, fucking. The, X, uh, the original Xbox is the cockroach of fucking gaming because you can't kill that fucking thing, man. Yeah, the only thing after nuclear winter will be cockroaches and Xboxes. That's <laughs> pretty much what yep. it comes down to. 
then I kicked on my GameCube and then I found my N64 and kicked that on. So all oh, that shit works. So they're all connected. They're all plugged in. And, you know, so it's like, uh, and I found a lot of my games that I kind of forgot I had. So, um, but I'm going to go into greater detail about my game collection and shit like that. When, uh, we do, uh, this week's, uh, just another podcast, I'm going to talk about the cool games I have for that one. And, uh, but if you want to check out, you know, some of those, I, I think my brother still has his PlayStation one. I'm going to have to check. Cause if he does, I got to figure out where I'm going to fucking plug that thing in. <laughs> Cause I have one of those old switcher boxes, you know, from like GameStop that, you know, cause back in the day, for those of you, uh, you know, under 30, uh, you know, all games didn't come with HDMI cables. So you had to yeah, use... Yeah, they came with a proprietary fucking cable. <laughs> right. You had to use a fucking proprietary cable that always ended up coming out in the red, yellow, and white uh, <laughs> cables. And then if you had an old-ass TV, you had to get the red and uh, the red and white cables, the left and right audio, um, into an, a Y adapter... Because if you're if you had a broke ass television, it only had one port for audio and then one port for video, and you had to uh, use that Y adapter to connect them into that. Um, but like, I, so I have the switcher box that has for the three that I have up now. But then I'm like, well, fuck! If I get the PlayStation One up there, what the fuck am I going to do there? I'm going to have to have a switcher for the switcher. <laughs> <laughs> I have a um, I have I. This is funny that you said all this shit because I just recently found randomly an hdmi switcher box oh yeah and i did i i never bought one i don't know where it came (laughs) from (laughs) but i have one you acquired one i see (laughs) see nowadays though you don't even have that much shit like steve has a lot of shit because he has old stuff and stuff like that but like my living room tv i have nothing connected to it like it, it has Netflix and all that shit built into it. Oh right. So there's no reason to. Like we have Blu-rays, but then my wife doesn't like to play them because no one ever puts them back and they get all scratched up. Mm. Well, like, so, like we have uh, we have Netflix built into uh, our TV, the Vizio. But because it's wireless, and I have like my Xbox One, at, well now my um, Apple TV plugged in, hardlined. It's just. It, it, you, we've become that, you know, that society that, you know, you and I particularly criticize where it's like, fuck, you're taking 15 seconds. What the fuck? You know, because you notice a big difference from, uh, you know, a hard line versus wireless. So actually, I had a moment with my kids recently where um, Netflix was taking its time loading a movie. <laughs> I think it took like 20 seconds to load the movie. <laughs> and it's noticeable. And <laughs> right. And they're freaking out. And I'm sitting there drinking a cup of coffee. And I'm like, you know, back when I was a kid. <laughs> You hear one of them go. You had to rewind the fucking tape before you. You, get you hear one of them go. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry you lived in the fucking dark ages, Dad. I just want to see my Netflix movie. <laughs> you see, you see your youngest look at you and go, "Are you from the past?" <laughs> right. You know, you know who is the cool, the cool kid to go to to watch movies if he had one of those VHS rewinders. And oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can rewind the tape in two minutes flat. I remember, like, uh, I think my brother had one because uh he grew up on the wrong side of technology like he bought a betamax before vhs um but he bought a betamax and a vhs rewinder <laughs> it was a confusing time <laughs> the 80s were weird um no uh and uh when we got a vhs he got one of those rewinders and i think it was one of those i 
think I could swear it was like a like the shape of like a Rolls Royce that would pop up. You put it in there. You close yeah, they it. had some cool ones, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, be kind. Does he still be have rewind. That, <laughs> does he still have that Beta Max though? No, no, he got rid of that a long time ago. But but the the reason he bought it was because uh, like the HD DVDs, you know, was uh, it actually was they said better quality. I don't remember. I was just a little outside of learning that. No, shit. it's the um, Betamax had better video quality, but VHS had better um, audio quality. Yeah, which basically came down to the whole HD DVD Blu-ray <laughs> war. Back then, that. well, that, the problem was too is back then, um, you it had better video quality, but the screens that people had them connected to, they couldn't tell because mm-hmm. most people didn't have really nice TVs; they just had whatever TV. Right. But a lot of people had sound systems connected to their television. So I guess it was good enough you could notice. (laughs) And and they probably fucking promoted the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, probably. Because HD HD DVD looked exactly like Blu-ray. There was nothing wrong with it. It's just because Sony backed Blu-ray and Sony owns most of the fucking movies you watch. Well, also also keep in mind that they built it in versus Microsoft when... You know, they decided, oh, hey, you know, you can spend an extra hundred bucks and then get it. It's like, yeah, but see, Microsoft didn't design HDDVD. They, they just backed the wrong horse. Yeah. I think it's because, I mean, if you think about it, when Blu-ray first came out, Sony was like, this is ours. Yeah. Like, no one can make this. So so Microsoft's like, well, fuck. I mean, I guess we can use this one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some HDDVDs at Goodwill the other day. I was like, nah, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, you got to figure there's somebody around that probably still has it like yeah you know i pre- pre- preferred the hd dvds the quality was a little better i mean i only got like three movies for it but you know i'm watching i'm watching all 16 movies that came out on hd dvd <laughs> we're having a marathon it hits the goodwill every like week just to see if a new one came in <laughs> well someone was telling me they're like oh well um, HD DVD is just like Laserdisc where it was great, but no one used it. Like, no, 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 no. Because no, no, no. DVDs weren't around when Laserdisc right. was out. I was like, this is different. Yeah. Laserdisc just never had the time to get cheap. Yeah. <laughs> True. Shit was expensive. <laughs> I've seen some old advertisements for Laserdisc. They talk about like $400. Shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. For the 80s? God damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, uh, tomorrow's Halloween, so you got anything going on with the kids? Man, we're just gonna take them trick or treat. We're we're gonna have my kids don't really like to trick or treat. The antisocial like you? No, it it's because it's six kids, so it just becomes a nightmare in logistics at that point. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not even fun because right, you're just we let like the older kids go to that house because if they have to run, they'll be able to run. We'll take <laughs> right. the nicer the littler kids over to this one because you know the it, there's not that much. Uh, there, there's more light going up to the house. But we have um, Samantha, the oldest one. She's going to a f- trick or treat with her friend because teenagers hate their family. Oh yeah, like always. Yeah. I really could give a fuck. <laughs> um, then, and the families hate them too. So it's the yeah the feelings so mutual. <laughs> really works out for everybody. <laughs> um, William, my youngest son, he got invited to go. All of his friends from school are going together. Mm. with their parents so i was like okay you know you can go with them and then uh so we're left with four harley the youngest is probably not gonna go because she gets 15 minutes in i'm tired 
you carry me. Uh, like, fuck you. I ain't carrying you around here. Sounds like um, you. <laughs> I know, right? Carry me, Steve. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I think I said that a few times when we went to Comic Con. Yeah. Like, I'm carry tired. me, please. I'm tired. You're like, you fucking out your mind. Carry you. Um, God, I want to go to Comic Con again. Anyway. <laughs> And then me as a parent, so I'll probably be staying home with Harley. Well, that or works I'll out better out. for you. <laughs> yeah, or I'll go out if she goes out. Trick-or-treating doesn't bother me. It's just that the fucking, it hasn't even cooled off yet. Oh, really? It was like 98 degrees today. <laughs> Jesus. And they say they blame, um, well, of course, they said global warming. Well, of course. Um, and then there's also local warming. <laughs> and what they call what they call that is, I think they call it the desert island effect here well, is because Yogan's we island over there <laughs> no it's because we pave everything oh so the summer the the fucking sun just gets it just absorbs all the heat when i first moved here dude it was the beginning of october it'd be like 50 degrees outside at night mm-hmm. and now it's like 80 i'm like well, what the fuck dude it's the end of october let's get let's get it to fucking gather yeah, it was like 74 today over here it was cloudy I most wish. of it. It was cloudy most of it. It actually rained for a little bit too today. It's getting to the point where I don't even know if it's going to cool off. <laughs> like, that's how late it is. Like, I'm like, it, it's going to be Christmas. It's going to be fucking 92. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, this, we're paying attention this winter. She says, why? I said, because if this winter is this hot the whole time, which it won't be, but if it's this hot the whole time, we're fucking moving <laughs> out of here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> moving to Colorado. Um, because the whole thing was Arizona living in Phoenix is great because yeah it's like three and a half months of summer which suck but then the rest of the time is gorgeous mm-hmm. you know there, it, it's perfect there isn't it isn't pouring all the time it is snowing it's just good weather but the summer now is about six months <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah just a little trick or treat what are you doing thermostat? that's what I want to know right? what are you doing just getting candy for the the local youths yeah we have a potluck of, at work tomorrow um so we're gonna we're gonna have that at work and then uh come home and then yeah because i put up some uh, little like halloween lights and shit and then i got some like peanuts like halloween kind of decorations and put them up so yeah we'll probably just give the uh the uh kitties if we get very many because it's fucking monday that sucks um Halloween should always be like on a Friday, regardless of yeah. Like, they what should day. just they should just do it on like a Sunday, like yeah. whatever the close the last Sunday of the month. Yeah, you know yeah, it's just ridiculous. So yeah, but oh, uh, what? I forgot. So that people are gonna wear costumes to work tomorrow, and I've I've been blessed as a human being to work in an office full of gorgeous women so you know a couple <laughs> be of a lot of be, yeah i was gonna say there's gonna be a lot of slutty women running around i'll definitely it's like damn adam why are you here so early Shh. <laughs> you're behind a bush and shit like <laughs> don't ruin this for me <laughs> you're, you're like deer hunting you know where you got like all the camo shit on so like let the... me just say my camera phone is fully charged i'm ready to go <laughs> I, I reformatted my hard uh, my uh sd card on my phone so i'm all set <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an SD card in my phone, but yes. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But um, I don't uh, even care about Halloween. To be yeah, honest with you, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like it's cool. Like I don't hate it. Like that's the thing is, is like I don't hate Halloween, 
you know, like I, I don't mind it. It's just that like I don't get all like, you know, there's some people that like to stretch that shit, you know, but I'm, I'm one of those that like, it's cool. I'm cool with it. I like the kids that come in, they dress up in their costumes and shit, you know, that's cool. And, you know, haunted houses and people doing decorations stuff with that. I'm cool with that. Like, I don't mind that. But as a person, it's like, I don't get the, you know, the giddy need to like, oh, cool. Let's do, you know, it's Halloween. You know, I don't, I don't really get that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's some people that work. They were saying, oh, you're going to go to a Halloween party. And I'm like, no. You have to have friends. And then they go, party. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends. Um, they go, they go, oh, it's because you, you're older now. So you don't, I'm like, I didn't go when I was younger. <laughs> I don't, I, I say, I have to, I have to explain to people, like, in order for me, I'm good with people. Like, usually people like me. You can ask Steve at work. I'd always chit chat, make people laugh, whatever. But it's, it's, it's exhausting for me to talk to people. <laughs> like the if I talk to if I go to a social event, I'll come home and just want to pass out. I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, like all these fucking people chatting with me and shit. One on one, I'm all right. So that's why I count socializing as this podcast because everyone's listening to it. <laughs> so that counts, I think. <laughs> and it's a perfect kind of conversation where someone can't talk back to me. Yeah. So I just say whatever, like, you know, you guys are all pieces of shit. <laughs> Silence. Nobody can say anything. Right. You know, so it's, it's, I don't mean that, by the way. I love um, <laughs> But he does mean it. <laughs> no, it is. I think, it, I think I'm that, what do they call it? Introvert or whatever. Yeah, an introvert. Yeah. I can't. I just, it's so exhausting. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, you know, but the, the thing with me is when I was a kid, it was cool. But when I got to be a teenager, I really lost interest fast. Like I, a lot of times people are like, are you going to dress up? I was like, no, you know, I think I would dress up like once in a blue moon. I used to have, uh, uh, years ago, I used to have, um, one of those deep space nine tunics, you know, I would have like, uh, the little mauve kind of, uh, mock and then the, like, uh, the, the red tunic over, um, over that. And I don't even know what the fuck happened to that, but I was thinking I should just get one of those again. So then, you know, like when you're at work and they're like, Oh, you're going to dress up. I just put that on. That's like, you know, that's like the least amount of effort <laughs> you can put into it. But for the most, most part, I just, I really just don't like get all giddy or excited for it. Christmas. I do. Yeah, I'll admit. I like Christmas. Christmas. I freak out about, and I like Thanksgiving too, because it's the only time of year where I can use the excuse. It's Thanksgiving. You guys all need to calm down and be nice to each other. And they actually <laughs> listen to me. I, I can do that on Christmas too, I guess. Yeah. I try it on other hol holidays, but it doesn't work. But it's Kwanzaa. Everyone needs to get it together. <laughs> and they'll be like, fuck you. It's Kwanzaa. Everybody needs to calm the fuck down, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Christmas. Um, and usually, like, the day of Thanksgiving, I'm out there, you know, starting to, you know, put up the decorations while my brother would cook. And then I would start getting, and then, you know, like the day after Thanksgiving, then I would kick the lights on and shit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like Christmas and, but it, I guess as you get older, it's because you're dealing with a lot more of the bullshit. You know, when you're a kid, you don't have to deal with all of that. It's just like, Oh, count the days till Christmas, go to school, count the days till Christmas. And as you're older, you're like, fuck, I got to go buy this shit. I got to wrap this shit. I got to do this. I got to do that. And you know, I like any holiday that involves a meal. Let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like, like I don't like new year's cause I don't understand the point. Right. Because 2017 is going to feel like 2016. Ain't right. going to fuck different. Um, new, new year, new you. <laughs> no, that never happens. 
everyone's the same asshole when the the year changes. Then you have Thanksgiving. Come on, right? Just just the cranberry sauce alone. I love cranberry <laughs> sauce. You know what? And then and my birthday, because you love cake. Gotta love cake. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, care about anything. Still. I don't care about anything else. It's just hey, you get cake. We're cool. And of course, my birthday is the <laughs> Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Right. So no one is going to give a fuck. <laughs> as always. Actually, I got about six people at work because they they decorate desks at work. Oh really? And six people at work want to decorate my desk. Three of them because they like me, and the other three because they know I don't like balloons. <laughs> I have an irrational fear of balloons. I really do. Like every time I see a balloon, I just think it's gonna pop. Like, and I if someone like throws a balloon at me, I go, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I think it's gonna pop. It fucking weirds me out. So I know I'm gonna come to work on the 29th of November. My birthday's November 29th, by the way. If anyone wants to send some. Um, <laughs> And there's just let them be know. a billion. Just let them know that your pa- your uh, your cubicle needs to be just like decorated with panties. That's really all. You need. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a billion balloons at my desk. I, I did find out because I, I didn't go in on uh, last Monday, and I, I came in and a uh, guy a guy looked like he was feeling some kind of way, uh, <laughs> and he's looking at me. I'm like, "What's the matter with you?" He's like, "You're an asshole," and I go. You're not lying, but I, I <laughs> but don't know what I did. <laughs> right? And he goes, tell me why when it was your day off, three of the girls, I'm not going to name them on the podcast, um, were by your desk arguing over who gets to decorate it. And I go, bro, when you got it, you got it. Dude. Like it's, <laughs> it's not something I can teach you. Right. It's just something you have to have. He's like, fuck you. And he goes, you know, some of us are single asshole. And I go, yeah, that's a reason. <laughs> Well, it's like at work, there's, there's uh, one girl that I worked with. She goes, uh, she goes, um, I hate you. And I go, okay, so what particular reason do you have? And she's like, like I don't blame you, but why? <laughs> why? Yeah. And then she's like, she goes, because something, something happened. And then she tried to say, like, why did you do that? And I go, look, you know I don't do anything over anything. I don't go beyond what my job requires. So the fact that. To do that would require me to do extra effort. You know, I d- I do the bare minimum, <laughs> so it wasn't me. <laughs> it's like, look, <laughs> it's out of my pay rate. Okay, that's that's how this works. I'll tell you what. The last thing I'm going to say on this subject. Best thing about Halloween is when the kids come home and I go, "Let me look through your candy right quick," and I take out the good ones. <laughs> like you guys all pay that oh. fucking tax. Oh, this, this looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. See these? These would be good to have uh, hypodermic needles as you're chewing it. Mm-mm. Nope, it's clear. I guess this one's good. Every year I tell the same fucking joke. I go, "I need to teach you guys about being an adult," and I'm looking at their candy and I'm like, "We pay taxes." Okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna need about sixteen <laughs> percent. And my wife's like sixteen percent, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's one tax. I'm doing that modern shit, right? <laughs> That's sales, federal, all of it, all of that. Healthcare, uh, it's got. I should take all Obamacare. The right. I should take all the fucking candy. Right, they're paying their health insurance, right. me everything. They'd owe me candy by the by the end of the night. <laughs> at the end, one of your kids. Is, at the end, one of your kids is like, "Thanks, Obama." <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing is, is um, they live across the street from uh, a rich neighborhood, so we just go over there. Yeah, of course. 
That's where you get the candy bars. That's where you go. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're one of those one of those houses that are like, no, we don't like to give out candy. We want to give out, you know, like notepads and rings. Fuck you. Your house deserves to get egged. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, just stop it. Well, I saw a meme. I was dying. Um, some it showed a picture of kids, you know, getting their fucking candy or whatever at someone's door, and it says, uh, "Sorry, kids, your parents, uh, your parents said that you couldn't, you had to have um, no GMO added, gluten free candy. So we're just going to give you science books." <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking dying. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's funny. I was watching the last thing I'm going to say on this is uh, there was a comedian, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. He goes, yeah, he goes, we have this neighborhood and, you know, they have this. Uh, he goes, I'm sitting there. He goes, I'm not one of those. Like, I don't chit chat with neighbors. He's like, I'm sitting there and this woman, he goes, nosy bitch. She gets into everything, comes across the street. And you're like, look at this. There she comes. And she's like, hi. Yeah, we we noticed that you're not part of the uh, Lavender Pumpkin Committee. And that is, uh, that's where... You know, you put out lavender pumpkin, and then the kids know that you come over here, and they don't get candy. They get, like, notebooks or rings and pencils. And he says, I looked at her, and I said, get the fuck off my porch. They're going <laughs> to... <laughs> he goes, they're going to get they're gonna get Snickers and Kit Kats. Deal with that. Because <laughs> that's that fucking micromanage bullshit. There's always some Yenta in a cul-de-sac somewhere right. <laughs> exactly. that tries to fucking reorganize everything. It's like, listen, it's an easy fucking system. If my porch light is off, I don't have fucking candy. All right. right? It, 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 if the dogs it are in the yard, they ain't coming in. Right. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember watching that and going, that would be me. I mean, I go, get the fuck off my, get the fuck off my porch. That reminds me, having a shitty neighbor that reminds me of one of the best scenes in uh, Jessica Jones. I don't know if you got... Have you watched all Jessica Jones? I haven't watched all of it yet. Oh, well, there's a part where a neighbor comes and the purple man is there. <laughs> and she comes and she's being a straight yenta. Yeah. And he forces her to say why she's actually talking tons of shit. <laughs> and she goes, I feel bad about myself and I just want to feel important. <laughs> Half of the things I'm saying is a lie. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh man. All right. So uh we have an update for a story we brought you guys last week. News broke that Tim Miller, original director of the Deadpool movie, had left the project. Since then the internet has been aglow with uh their fantasy list of possible replacements from Quentin Tarantino to Edgar Wright, forgetting that many of their fantasy directors are developing directors, not replacements. Uh, as I predicted, they're looking at lower-level film directors to take over the reins. Mashable is reporting that Fox has is talking with David Litch, who directed the amazingly brutal actioner John Wick. The Hollywood Reporter has reported that Fox and company have already spoken to Lynch, as well as meeting with Drew Goodard, Cabin in the Woods, and he also ushered in the first season of Dare Marvel's Daredevil, and Magnus Martins, who um, also directed uh, Marvel's Luke Cage. So, it seems that if they're looking at people, they're looking at people who have handled those kind of projects. So, you know, it seems like uh, I think I think uh, the next Deadpool movie should be should be right. And if they get David Litch to to direct it, I love John Wick, the first one. That's uh, such a good movie. So, it was a surprisingly good movie too. It was, and it was it it was surprisingly by the book. Like it was just a revenge flick, but it was so good. And and and. You know, yeah, but it had some interesting stuff in there too, like the whole um, like yeah. mercenary 
thing with yeah, the coins and all the that. coins yeah the whole kind of collective that they have i mean no you know yeah no but it you know overall it was a revenge flick you know like i, I remember talking to my wife about that movie after we saw it. she really liked it too and she goes damn you really went all out just just because over a dog and i said it's not just because of a dog right. that was the last thing he had right and he just basically lost, lost it. the last thing he like, had. Yeah. Fuck this. I know, and, it, and it's one of also, those. Also, Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. Dude. I like Keanu Reeves, but this this particularly made him more of a badass. Like you're just kind of like you know, because you had the whole Neo thing, and it was kind of like okay, but now you had him just like a full on fighting, gun toting assassin. You're just kind of like, damn, he fucking rocks this one, you know? So uh, yeah, so I I would be more happy to see him taking over the reins because at least you know. Being with Deadpool, you know it's probably going to be probably a little more heavy action, which is which I'm good with. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing special to say. Um, you might have noticed this, I seemed a little distant sometimes when Steve was talking. That's because I was uh, <laughs> half of my brain is now dedicated to Civilization Six at all times, even when I'm not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> No, so Civilization Six. I just picked this up like two days ago, and I've been playing the Civilization series since the first one. It's actually the first PC game I ever played, um, and I've loved every single one of them, even three. I loved every single <laughs> Isn't one. That of one them. like like the ridiculed one. Yeah, a lot of people say because they tried to put in too much that wasn't ready <laughs> because civilization is a really complicated game like right. it has tons of systems the civilization six is uh is no different i mean they've added um religion is a much bigger system now um instead of just tr instead of just researching um technology you also at the same time research um like civics they call it civics so it's different like political political you're you're developing your political ways as right. well, and it's just so fucking. The game is so good; it really is. Like it's it's if you if you like a game that you have ultimate control, this is the game. If you also like a game where you think you have ultimate control, <laughs> and then the computer tells you to go fuck yourself a few times, this is the game for you too. Because each each leader now is very distinct. In the way they do things, like Cleopatra, this this is one of the funniest ones. Cleopatra is a whore. <laughs> okay, now this now that's just a historical fact. I'm not even talking about great a great leader because she used her sexuality to kind of control the the Mediterranean, and they kind of focus on. <laughs> she actually has a special her civilization, Egyptians. By the way, if right. you didn't know. Um, has a thing called the Bride of the Mediterranean, <laughs> which is basically <laughs> Homer, because it's it's just weird. And then the, oh, the other the civilization that I already hate. So I'm playing a game, and I'm the Americans because I keep it real, okay. <laughs> um, and the leader for the Americans is Teddy Roosevelt, which is just <laughs> fucking spectacular. Um, the fucking uh, the oh, what the, what are they called? The Arabs, right? Whatever their ancient civilization was, Persians is no, it the bigger one, Ara like Arabia, like oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. um they they were off to my side and they were they were okay, they were a little pissy with me because I didn't have a religion as fast <laughs> as they did, 
Now, of course, they're focused on religion. Right. These motherfuckers build about 20, 30 missionaries and just flood my civilization and bring the power of Islam to all of my cities. And I'm like, bro. So I hit him up and I'm like, hey, um, can you not do that? And he actually tell, tells me, he goes, well, I respect your wishes. I'm disappointed in, in your choice. I go, okay, whatever, asshole. Not but three turns because it's a turn-based game, right? Not but three turns later, a little pop-up comes up and says, um, Saladin, who's the who's the leader, um, says Saladin has broke his promise. And you just see a missionary, and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> so then they, they did different things. So if you just go to war with somebody, mm. you're going to get a penalty. You're going to get a war- warmongering penalty. Now, some civilizations, like the Germans, will like you if you do that. <laughs> Um, if they're if you're going to war with someone who isn't your friend or their friend, but if they fuck up and break promises like that in the religion, you can start a holy war, oh. and it doesn't have as severe as penalties because now you have a quote unquote good reason to go to <laughs> war. I was smacking the shit out of these assholes. Mm-hmm. Keep fucking keep your shit over here. By the way, as a disclaimer, because everybody is a special snowflake nowadays, has nothing <laughs> to do with their religion being Islam. Right. It's just it wasn't mine. Because you can make custom religions. You know, I made atheism and shit. Just <laughs> being stupid. You have made Jedi. And dude. I should. I should do that next time. Mm. Um, game's great. A lot of the only criticism I'm hearing about it is some people don't like the art style. It looks good. I. It's it's serious cartoony. Like it doesn't look like Looney Tunes, but it, <laughs> it doesn't look like real people either. Right. But. To keep keep that into perspective, because the old all the other games you used to have your little city on one square or whatever, mm-hmm. and everything you built was within that city. Now you can build um, districts, and it's outside of the cities, and it goes Dude, up to like six. District nine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's an option to build. <laughs> um, no, they have like a science district and a holy district and a commercial yeah, it's a district. science district that just kind of went out of control. <laughs> oh, shit. Slums. No. Um, Everybody sounds like they're South African. I can't figure out why. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go to it because I haven't really gotten too far into it, but it is a really good game. That's cool. <laughs> well. Oh, man. All right, so on to uh, one awesome thing. Finally, like 45 minutes in, we get out of the round table. Uh, one awesome thing. So my one awesome thing, this thing is, Halloween is all about dressing up as your favorite fictional character or real life character, depending on who you are. But what about dressing up as your dog's favorite toy? Well, I'm, I'm an animal lover. And when I saw this on Friday, I just, it just, I just couldn't help but have a smile on my face all day. Dog owner Ben Mensch has Jolene who has a stuffed Gumby doll as her favorite toy. Well, quickly going viral on Friday, Friday, Jolene is stunned when Ben comes out in a costume of Gumby. She quickly goes from confused to utter delight as she jumps into Ben's arms and completely loses control, knocking him onto the floor and just completely like, you know, pouncing and just having a good time. Uh, You can hear Ben actually giggle in the... uh, in the uh, video. The video is amazing. And if this video doesn't make you smile, you simply have no soul. That's just, right. that's just pretty much it. It actually is pretty funny. It is. Because... Like, that dog went nuts. <laughs> I mean, you see that when the guy walks in, the dog's kind of like playing with his toe. And it's like, oh, 
what the fuck? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, you know? It, it's like I, I think what, why I related too much because it's it's like you know it's like a geek thing, you know, where you're like, let's say you know you're going somewhere and it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna see like you know you're gonna see like some Batman stuff, and then all of a sudden you see like. Ben Affleck come out in the Batman suit, you'd stop because you'd be like, what the fuck? And then just be like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> you'd go completely fucking crazy. So I, lo I love that video. I just, I have been watching it quite a bit over the weekend, just kind of lift my spirits. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I saw that. Um, did you send it to me? No, I know. I somebody, I tagged, somebody it to, I tagged it to my brother and someone else, but I don't remember tagging it to you because I usually don't tag those videos for you because i'm indifferent towards all pets i don't right i don't because you don't have a soul right that's what it is <laughs> asshole i go over my i go over my uh niece's house my niece wendy or my wife's niece whatever and she has this dog coda and it's it just never stops barking it never stops getting under my feet and I talk to it like it's just an annoying person. Like, like can you go away? <laughs> like, just bye. And then it'll jump on me, and, and, and she'll be like, she'll be like, it wants you. It, he wants you to pet him. And I'm like, I don't want to pet him. <laughs> and everyone looks at me like I'm a piece of shit. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, what do you want me to do? Get down and start fucking let the dog lick my face? And just oh my god, you seem you seem to get along okay with Banner. I get along with pets. I respect them as living things. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not an asshole. Like I one time I came outside and there was a hurt kitten under my car. I took it all the way to the fucking no kill shelter just so we could get some help. Not a piece of shit. You know, I just I don't Oh, it's hurt. Let me put it out of its misery. Yeah. I'll just step on it. You know, like what the fuck? Um Jesus. to me, my wife, my kids are like, Oh, we want to get a dog and I'm like, I already have six pets. <laughs> and they talk and they're expensive. I don't see the difference between a dog and a kid. Actually, dogs are more self-reliant than, than kids. Because dogs, dogs will actually look for food and get food. You know, they'll actually handle business if they need to. See, I, I don't mind dogs out of all the pets. I'm cool with dogs the most. Because, as long as it's not a dumbass dog. Like some dogs are fucking just annoying. Right. Like, look, you live in here rent free. <laughs> don't act stupid. I'll put you somewhere else. <laughs> you know, but I've I've met like homies dogs that are like real cool, you know, they they guard the house. They, barking when someone knocks on the door, that's fine. It, it that's just a dog thing, you know. Um, but I don't Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I heard I heard a weird click and then I'm I always do that. I'll talk for 10 minutes and then it'll tell me that the call disconnected. Um, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, cats, I just don't see the point. Um, it's obvious that they don't like us. <laughs> and they get hair everywhere. Um, but like like Steve says, I, I go over Steve's house. I'm nice to his cats. I, I pet them if they come by. Um, I don't want them on me because <laughs> they, I get hair all over me. Um, that little dog of yours, though. He, he tries the patience sometimes. He, he that dog wants constant attention. Oh, yeah. I'm like, bro, you need a hobby, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, the difference too is Steve has some chill ass pets. The cats, 
like typical cats, want nothing to do with me <laughs> or any other person for that matter, <laughs> unless they just want to be fed. Okay, fine. And cats do have the added benefit of keeping vermin away, like if you get a mouse in the house or something like that. Yeah. Dogs are a little bit more well they're pack animals so they're a little bit more like what are you doing what's going on yeah you know like, and that's on? cool what, what's going on over here <laughs> that's cool if you're into it you know i i had a pet rat once he was pretty cool um because i could put him in the cage <laughs> so rats are actually really smart i taught that fucking thing to fetch so you know yeah. big deal <laughs> Look, the point is, I'm, I'm not a pet person, okay? <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I always get shit for it. That's why I'm sitting here and explaining it. People tell me, like, oh, so uh, I'm insecure of... over there. <laughs> no, there's this woman. Oh, I'm feeling a little like I'm, I'm encountering some bullshit. There's a woman at work who has four dogs, mm -hmm. lives alone, and has four dogs. I wonder if there's a correlation. <laughs> And she tells me, oh, I have four dogs, blah, blah, blah. Do you love dogs? I'm like, yeah, they're, they're all right. You know, I, I don't have any pets. And she's like, oh, you're, but you're going to get one? And I go, <laughs> no, I'm not. Now, from a financial standpoint, it would, be, it would be irrational for me to get a pet. I have to take care of six kids. Why would I get a dog? Like, now I have to take care of the dog. Right. You know, it's just, it's foolish at this point. So she looked at me like I was the worst human being. Like, I was... If Hitler and Satan had a child, <laughs> I was that child. Well, you know? I've always said that, you know. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, because I don't want a dog? And she's like, oh, you're a cat person? I'm like, no, I actually don't like cats. Uh, I like cats even less than dog. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. Hasn't spoken to me since. Jeez. Which is actually good because, you know, crazy dog lady. I don't fucking want to talk to her. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> on that note, these fucking these fucking crossover events got me fucking. I'm just like, bruh, and just pass out. Hot and bothered. Dark Horse, right? <laughs> Dark Horse Comics and IDW Publishing have announced a new comic series. I'm hearing series, not mini series, that will see the crew of the Star Trek: The Next Generation crossing paths with the world of aliens. To be specific. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, you know, game over, man. Like that, that little example. <laughs> yeah, not illegals, but <laughs> those right. That would be strange. According to Bleeding <laughs> Cool, this new comic, this new crossover comic series, subtitled "Acceptable Losses," nope. will release in April of next year. Scott and David Tipton on, are on board to write, and J.K. Woodward handling the art. Um. No, nothing else is relevant. So, the this is this this might be interesting because really it just gives if aliens are in it, we can see Predator too. You know what I mean? Since they're right. so intertwined now, but it just gives an interest another villain for. It's going to be a Star Trek comic, right? So there isn't much to talk about when it comes to aliens. Yeah, but the the thing is, is like you know the most aggressive form they've ever really encountered aside from like the Jemadar is like you know. The Borg. You know. I'd be more Borg fucking aliens from Alien. <laughs> First of all, the aliens from I don't know where humanity was going in the in the Aliens movies, but they didn't really have much advanced shit. No, it's like they figured out spaceships and then was like, "We're cool." 
<laughs> like we don't have to do anything else. That you you fucking with the next generation crew. You about to get a phaser up your ass. You come <laughs> on the ship. They gonna they gonna go into that what's that epic scene they always do where they go to the armory and, and they're just handing out the fucking pulse rifle. <laughs> right. Boom, boom. Everyone's getting fucked up. Worf is gonna choke the shit out of one of those fucking aliens. Uh, I'm ready for this shit. This is gonna be dope. That should be it's cool. probably gonna be silly as fuck. But fun. Every crossover is silly. Yeah. It's like a what if. Like, oh, what if these two universes cross? Like, fuck yeah. yeah. I want to see Star Wars, Star Trek crossover. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Uh, well, we see we already seen part of it, you know, the uh, that little uh, that little animated short, Medichlorians. That's one of my favorite <laughs> fucking animated shorts I've ever seen. With the Medichlorians, but didn't hear you. Don't don't count that. <laughs> Imagine if there was a comic. It could be a comic book because it's easier to do in comic books. Oh yeah. Where the Enterprise falls into a fucking vortex or something. <laughs> a black and they're hole. All, or no, right, no, and, no, a tachyon reversal beam or something like that. You know? Something stupid. And and they're suddenly in a different universe. And, and they're like, uh, I, Captain Picard's like, I need I need a location, blah, blah, blah. What are our coordinates? And Jordy, because we've been watching the first season. Jordy's like, I don't know where we're at. And then also you see fucking Star Destroyer. Dun, 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 dun. Or, oh shit! Or just fall right into a battle between the Empire and the Rebellion. That'd be dope. Yeah. And then you know, but then it could be a Prime Directive fucking series because they're like, we can't really get involved because the Prime Directive states. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, but, it would yeah, be. But dope. see, yeah, but see, uh, but see, you know, it would be because you know they said pre-warp cultures, but they got hyperdrive. That's different. No, Picard, Picard, would, <laughs> Picard would justify it as we don't belong in this universe. And we shouldn't affect. He always had. Picard's that dude where you're trying to have fun, and he's like, "We're really not supposed to be doing this." Here's 15 reasons why you're being an idiot, and you can't argue with any of them. You're and then, like, oh. then you turn around and you go, "Okay, Captain Picard, I'm going to give you 15 reasons on why you're a fucking buzzkill." <laughs> I'm gonna give you about eight inches of why you're buzzing. Slap you with this tip. <laughs> but no, anyway, disrespecting Picard too. That's we're crossing the line at that point. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna definitely check out. It was this crossover, and then they were gonna have the like the dare or daredevil, the um <laughs> Deadpool, Dead Duck or whatever. Oh yeah, that crossover. Thing. And, and, so then, you, and then you got the Justice League and the uh, Power Ranger one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go, Power Rangers! <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. I think on that note, you know, we should move on to the headlines. Go, go, Power Ranger! Jesus. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers! <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, okay. Probably one of the biggest surprises last week was the announcement that Twitter was killing off its Vine app. The short-form video app that launched in 2013 hasn't been around long, but in the short time it managed to make six-second clips all the rage for sports highlights, gags, comedy, and even up-and-coming musicians. Twitter announced on Thursday that it will discontinue the app, quote, in coming months. They went on to note that they will not delete any Vines, or at least in the meantime, Quote, we value you, your vines, and are going to do the do this the right way, the company said in a Medium post. 
You will be able to access and download your vines. We'll, we'll be keeping this website online because, because we think it's important to still be able to watch all the incredible vines that have been made. The Verge is reporting that layoffs came on the same day the announcement was made, and Twitter declined to say the number of employees impacted by the layoffs. Within the last few years, Twitter has been hit with stagnant growth as well as stagnant revenue growth and a failed sales attempt because no one was willing to pay their asking price. Since its launch in 2013, the site was affected by other apps that did the same thing, such as Instagram and Snapchat. This one just like kind of came out of the blue. Like we've heard about. I don't know if this was on anyone's radar because it wasn't on mine. Yeah, because usually you hear rumblings about this. I mean, we heard rumblings about Twitter as a whole, like, you know, uh, possibly selling off and things like that. Even, <laughs> I remember on Twitter, oddly enough, the uh, co-creator of Vine just tweeted one, one sentence, don't sell your company. So, yeah, kind of. I don't. I mean, why, I don't know why they see. That's the thing is like, why doesn't Vine just sell off? the? I mean, why doesn't Twitter just sell off the company? As opposed to just shutting it down. Maybe no one wants to buy it. If you really think about it, who are they going to sell it to? Like, Instagram already has their answer to Vines. Because the, here's the real thing. Vines one of those things that it's a good idea, but it's only because they were the first ones to think of it. Yeah. Like, it's not like they revolutionized anything. They just said, okay, you can put videos up. But they can only be seven seconds long. You know, I mean, that's cool. But it's not like a revolutionary fucking idea. Right. But it seems, you know, like, I mean, Twitter also owns Periscope and they're killing off Vine. And it seems like they're going to put more emphasis on Periscope, which to me seems a little more nonsensical than Vine. But Periscope, Periscope fits, um, fits Twitter's narrative a little bit more, I think. I think I think Twitter can can use Periscope as a because um, Twitter the only real thing Twitter has is news. Like you get up to the date information when something's going on. If I see the cops outside, I go to Twitter first. Oh, yeah. I don't go anywhere else. Yeah, when, you know the, what I mean. The last like last week when we had our first rainfall here, power went out, and first thing I went on was right onto Twitter, and that's where I found that like oh you know. DWP had some major outages across LA. Yeah, because Twitter's good like that. So if they add the problem that Twitter has is they can't find a way to make any money yeah. off of that. So Periscope is basically YouTube for them. So they can use that for people to have their own shows, original content, blah, 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 blah. That's the only way I could think of it. But Periscope right now is just for people to touch themselves when for people to watch them do it. Yeah, but now... Because it's mean, really all that's going on at Periscope. Right, and the- now you have Facebook that's really kind of doing Facebook Live right now, which seems to have more people traveling to it because everything's embedded into Facebook, so it's easy Everybody's to already on Facebook. Right. Yeah. So, Although streaming a video from Facebook is, is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So it always stops at the <laughs> 20% mark. <laughs> right. Fuck them all. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I was Fuck technology. <laughs> I was doing something. Um, this is a interesting article that I found. Um, <laughs> hours, hours of rummaging through news. Just so, <laughs> so Steve found this article. Put it on the show notes. Sometimes he does that because I think Steve want he reads more news than I do. 
Like I'll read <laughs> oh, news yeah. and I'll read news in spurts. Like I'll just get bored and I'll go read the news. Or I'll just find something the day before <laughs> that I find interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know. Or the minute too, right at the minute of Steve, Steve likes to keep current, you know, you know, whatever. <laughs> um Marvel Television and Netflix announced today, which was the twenty seventh. <laughs> Thursday, I think. Right. That acclaimed film and television director S.J. Claxon, known for Marvel's Jessica Jones, Final, and Orange is the New Black. That's that's quite a fucking resume. Yeah. Will return to the Marvel Universe to direct the first two episodes of the Netflix original series Marvel's The Defenders. Claxon will also serve as an executive producer on the premiere episode. The eight-episode limited series is slated to debut in 2017. Marvel's The Defenders follows Daredevil Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, a quartet of singular heroes with one common goal, to save New York City. This is the story of four solitary figures burdened with their own personal challenges who realize they just might be stronger when teamed together. I don't know why I wanted to read that dramatically. (laughs) Um, Quote time, SJ's take on the material is outstanding. We loved her work on Marvel's Jessica Jones uh, and couldn't think of a more talented and accomplished person to helm the first two episodes of Marvel's Defenders, said Marvel's head of television and executive producer, uh, Jeff Loeb. By the way, so how you spell Jeff? Um, <laughs> spells it J-E-P-H. Just yeah. stop it. <laughs> I know. It's like, um, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> the, ser- the series stars Charlie F- Cox as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. Christian Ritter as Jessica Jones, Mike Coulter as Luke Cage, and Finn Jones as Danny Rand. Um, it was recently announced that Academy Award, Award and Emmy not a, not fucking Jesus nominee <laughs> and Golden Globe winner Sigourney Weaver will also join the cast. Marco Ramirez uh, from Daredevil and Doug Petrie from Daredevil are excuse, ex- executive producers. <laughs> along, I don't know why I'm fucking up. Uh, executive Are you suffering producers, from a stroke right now? <laughs> I think so. Executive producers <laughs> along with Drew Go- Go- Goddard from Daredevil and The Martian, uh, Jeff Loeb from Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Luke Cage will focus in all the sugar bowls. Right. And Jim Corey. How many uh, hands does he have to have him in all those bowls? Um, got his dick in one of them. Probably <laughs> Jessica Jones. Um, Marvel's Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Luke Cage. Marvel's The Defenders is produced by Marvel Te- Television in association with ABC Studios. For Netflix, ABC Studios. Yeah. Are they just using their lot or something? They're owned by Disney. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, but I thought Marvel had their own studio. It must have blended in when they got bought. Yeah, I mean, that's what ABC ABC Studios is. I mean, it's... And Channel 7 here is ABC, so... Either way. (laughs) Um... This is good. I mean, she obviously did a good job. Um, and it's cool, too, because, like, you know, with that whole thing about, uh, you know, female directors, here you have a female director doing up the first two episodes of a big old mashup like that. You know, that that's that's good on that, on that realm, because usually it's, you know, some guy with, you know, all these accolades or what have you. So it should be should be pretty interesting. I um I I maybe maybe they'll fight um like Donald Duck 
Like he's upset that he he keeps getting shined over by Mickey Mouse. And and truth be told, it's bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and maybe we'll see um, Donald Duck and and Howard the Duck team up, motherfucker, <laughs> epic team up. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <sighs> All right. Well, with the fifteenth anniversary of Kingdom Hearts approaching in March, Square Enix is doing what it can to cash in, according to Polygon. They will be releasing Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue HD on January 24th, 2017, which includes Dream Drop Distance, X-Back Cover, and a new adventure, 0.2 Birth by Sleep. Then on March 28th, 2017, exactly 15 years after the first game hit the PlayStation 2, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 and 2.5 Remix! Uh, (laughs) they will include all six games like kingdom hearts kingdom hearts 2 and birth by sleep the upgraded final mix version of these and three more games re chain of memories 358 slash two days and recoded followed by one day one day the release of kingdom hearts 3 i don't only on the ps4 though yeah because they were only done for the ps4 no, they I mean, had PS2. a Kingdom Hearts. They had a Kingdom Hearts on the Xbox, I think, didn't they? No, they didn't. Hold up. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just want to see. He just wants to confirm. Um, I, wanna... I kind of, I, I mean, I kind of oh, saw Kingdom, this. I'm sorry, this is where I got to cross over. Kingdom Hearts 3, which has been announced, is announced for the PS4 right. and the Xbox One. So right. that would be the first title. And then um, I think rechains of memories and three fifty eight slash two I think were for the three DS. I mean the DS. I think was. Well, I thought that's because Square Enix and Nintendo been sitting together for quite a while. Yeah, that's fine. Nintendo deserves it. Let them let them have <laughs> let them have some. But um, I kind of figured this was going to happen when they released the remasters for the PlayStation Three. It was right at the time the PS Four was coming out. So most people kind of wondered, well, when is that, you know, are we going to get it for the PS4? And of course there was, oh, we don't have any plans yet. Here we are a couple of years later. (laughs) I have mixed feelings about all these remasters. Like on one end of it, it's cool because like, oh, we got updated hardware. So some of those cool tokens, like the Skyrim, I just, I just recently got the uh, updated edition of Skyrim for PC for free because I had the legendary edition already. So you got the update free and it looks gorgeous you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. then on the other side of it i'm like can i just have a new fucking game like an original (laughs) game please well i guess it's cheaper to do the the remasters than it is to but then you have to think about it too like when it's the bigger games like rpgs and stuff they take so long and so many resources to make yeah if if they put out a remaster they have to be making some money or a remix (laughs) (laughs) so they could put that money to a newer project. So that's, that's fine. I think Bethesda needs to stop making other games and just make um, Elder Scrolls games. I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> stop well, wasting our time on other things. We should bring that Fallout up. To... 4, Fallout 4 was boring as shit. I'm going to say it. Yeah. I was bored. I, pl- I played it over at a friend's house for a solid four hours off and on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it did not grab me at all. It was funny. Some funny times, but you know. I don't know why we're talking about Bethesda and Fallout 4. Because <laughs> your mind was I'm, I'm a little scattered today. Well, because he's just thinking about Civilization 6 is all really what he's thinking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 
skate, skate, skate. Um, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is a great series, but it's one of those series where like I haven't played it since the second one. Right. So I feel like I'm going to be so out of touch with all these fucking things. Which all I remember, you got to play the remixes. Yeah. To get back all I remember it. is Donald Duck sucked at fucking healing. Like he needs to step his game. <laughs> right. We need, Whole a, team we, need, we need a mage in that shit. <laughs> get it together. If you're going to be the white mage, be the white fucking mage. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't just sit on your hands. <laughs> oh, somebody teach that motherfucker some, something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Donald Duck going on in this episode. Know, right. Brought to you by um, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> right. We at ABC Studios right now record this. <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so moving moving right along. Well, to... we did have that episode de- dedicated to EA Access, right? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Next on EA Access, um, they added a bunch of games to EA Access. By the way, I'm thinking we'll sign up for that shit again. <laughs> Tons of shit. I got no shame, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest here. We're about to talk about Nintendo, and uh, after what I saw with the Switch, that's really the only game game company that's exciting me right now. Yeah, it's business as usual with the other two. Nintendo's trying to do some crazy shit. So, good news for 3DS owners. This is, by the way, this is something we already knew, but Nintendo actually said something. Yeah. So I thought it was important. Nintendo has no plans to discontinue the 3DS following the release of the Nintendo Switch. In an interview with Bloomberg, Nintendo president Tatsumi Kimishima, Kimishima sorry, I had to sound it out first, um, ex- explained the current situation when questioning, when questioned as to why the company decided to combine household and portable gaming. We didn't just want a successor to the Wii U or the 3DS, says Kimishima, but that, that's going to fuck me up. And that's not my fault. Just saying. So our original concept was, what kind of new experience can we create? I feel that's the question they ask themselves every time they do anything. Right. What can you do that's never been done? (laughs) Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. What can we do that will just fuck up the internet? (laughs) What can we do that's going to make people go, huh? (laughs) At first. (laughs) And what we showed this time was an object that's both stationary and one you can take outside to play with anytime you want. When discussing the future of the 3DS, Kamishima says because of Nintendo's robust software, the 3DS is still growing, and the console still has momentum. Something borne out by the solid hardware and software sales in the company's uh, latest financial reports. Kamishima believes instead of the Switch cannibalizing the 3DS, the 3DS will continue as its own separate device uh, with its own separate gaming experience. There are currently a host of unanswered questions surrounding the Switch at this point in time, which Nintendo will hopefully answer in in the Switch presentation in January. That said, we did learn recently the Switch screen will likely feature capacitive multi-touch input, which Steve and I are both wrong because we both called it that it wasn't, but that hasn't been confirmed yet. Yeah, that I, I saw that, but it's like, how are you going to... Is it only touch when you're handheld? What I was, the, what I was reading, and this is rumor, rumor is that it's going to have a touchscreen just for navigation in the menus. And then the um, the controller will have kind of like the Wiimote where you could point it in different directions to move around. But that sounds so fucking cumbersome. Yeah. So I don't know. Because I, I hated that fucking point in the Wii controller. at the. I thought that was so stupid. I have shaky hands too, so it kind of <laughs> made it difficult. 
Um, a little, 720p little dis- over there. <laughs> right. A 720p display and be 6.2 inches in size, which all sounds splendid. Um, I I didn't think this was going to replace the 3ds anyway. Yeah, there was no like, real reason. You have to for ask. It. The, I mean, you have to ask the question when it comes up. Like, well, where's the 3ds stand? But then you can quickly be like, well, it's kind of a different thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to carry the fucking switch. First of all, the battery life on the Switch ain't going to be the 3DS battery life. Let's let's be honest right now. Second of all, the mo- the mobility of the Switch is the secondary way of doing it. Right. It's obvious. You know what I mean? So it's just for like, oh, it's an evolution of the of the Wii Pad for the Wii U or whatever. So you're like, oh, I'm on the computer. Oh, but I want to watch. Someone else wants to watch something. Okay, whoop, fucking take that shit and go finish a game real quick, or take it to a homie's house. I wonder if you could, if the dock isn't part of the console, you could take it. You could take your console to a homie who has the Switch, and then use his dock. Oh yeah, like, huh? save games and shit. That'd be kind of dope. It would be. Or just buy multiple docks and shit. Yeah, the dock's probably cheap. It's probably like fifty bucks. Um. So yeah. 3ds still going strong i think that it definitely has still has a place for the younger crowd um and there's too many games for the 3ds yeah to just cancel it yeah and to to be honest the ds even just the ds line it's still way too embedded in uh nintendo for them to just ditch yeah nintendo revolutionized the the mobile market and now they're the only ones that own it you know so and I don't count cell phones. The mobile <laughs> right. game market, Jesus. Until they add fucking buttons. I don't want to hear it. Right. Uh, be- so before we move on, um, I just saw this uh, meme on uh, on Men's Humor on Facebook. Uh, there's a picture of two guys talking and then friend. It said, friend, do you want to hang out this weekend? Me, generic excuse. Friend, did you just say generic excuse? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like when someone's like reading off a script and they say the don't say this part right (laughs) (laughs) where it's like you know yeah you know you see you disappointed disappointed (laughs) (laughs) oh man i like to narrate my life (laughs) right (laughs) all right so i guess on that note we go to the return of the pull list so yeah, so like last week, last two weeks actually, we we missed the pull lists uh, due to just big news. So this week we're back as we promised with the pull list. So Adam, what's with your pull list this week? Um, so the first issue of uh, Batman Beyond came out, and it was pretty good. The art style was good. Um, I forgot to get who writes. I've been in a rush all weekend, so someone wrote it and someone <laughs> drew it. Uh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sorry. To di- not to diminish your work in any way. <laughs> Here, Batman Beyond One. I probably spell um, Batman Beyond correctly. Uh, <laughs> Lucky that happened. <laughs> there isn't an E at the end, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm really off my game today. Um, all right, so the art is by Bernard Chang. Covers by Ryan Sook. Uh, the variant covers by Mark Anson. Anson and it's written by Dan Jurgens. Okay, assholes. <laughs> <Jeez>. um, <laughs> so, 
I don't have to say shit for the second one, so I'm not even gonna look it up slyly while I'm talking about this one. Um, this one had a pretty interesting story. It looks like looks like Batman's like just getting right back into it. I always liked Batman Beyond um, because it's basically just Batman with future gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main story arc is we open up to the bad guy. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. Um, because fuck him, he's probably gonna die anyway. Uh, <laughs> he his goal is he wants to bring the Joker back to life. Now, keep in mind, Evan Beyond is much much into the future and stuff like that. And Bruce Wayne has um, managed to uh, <laughs> be older. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's like an old man. Um, now, you see in one in, in a couple panels that he has the Joker's dead body. Like, it, it's preserved, and it has some kind of, like, machinery on it and stuff like that. So his goal is to is to bring him back to life his main saying is everyone says they want to be Batman, but everyone really is the Joker. Um, which seems, is, a, seems legit. Yeah. Which <laughs> is an old trope, I guess someone projecting their own psychosis on everybody else is basically what's happening. <laughs> um, and then, and then we, we did get to see the jokers, which is a, uh, gang from, um, from Batman beyond, uh, shit. That's been a Batman beyond since the beginning. Um, where they dress up like the Joker. They idolize the Joker. Right. Um, and he kicked, he tried to kick a few of their asses, but they've taken over a whole section of the city and turned it into their own little fucking paradise. And uh, Batman almost died because he just jumped in there like he was a fucking G. Like always. He almost got his ass kicked, yeah. So this is another thing, too, is Batman Beyond has Terry McGinnis, who's, who's taken, taken up the cowl, and he's a more interesting character in a lot of ways where he doesn't have he doesn't have that turmoil that turned Bruce Wayne into this ultimate justice machine. Right. You know, he's really just a normal guy. So he fucks up. Like Batman doesn't fuck up. Like the the um Bruce or, Wayne or doesn't admit it or doesn't admit he fucks up. Or yeah, or he covers it up so slyly you think he planned to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Terry McGinnis, he fucks up. Like I remember from the cartoon a lot. I used to love the cartoon. He he would he would slip up. He he gets ass kicked a little bit more, um, and and it makes it a little bit more interesting. Uh, definitely future shit. You know he can fly, all types of weird shit. Um, definitely a good book. There's not much else to say. I love all of you. Um, <laughs> the second one, <laughs> the second one is the Wonder Woman 75th anniversary special issue one. Now, the reason why I put this here is because I fucking love these anniversary specials. Um, basically, it's it's a se- they did it in an old school way. It's a series of short stories. They didn't try to rewrite this giant fucking story. It's like 70 something pages long. And it's so it's so good because it's different artists, different different writers, all that. And it's just these little short, you know, kind of def- and each story feels like it's trying to define um, define Wonder Woman in some way. Um, and I'm not even going to get into the storyline because there is no real storyline. There's so many different fucking stories in this book. It's ridiculous. But if you like Wonder Woman and you haven't read this, you're fucking up because it's it's just really, really good. Um, so, you know, go, go read it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hold on one second. So I can't look. 
I can't find the fucking details on this next one, but really it doesn't matter because no one's going to care. <laughs> I couldn't find a third book. And I was pissed. I just couldn't. I'm like, fuck, man. There's just no comic I feel is worthy of my top three. So my daughter, Ava, was in here. And she read a couple comic books. So she picked the third one. <laughs> so the third one is from a nine-year-old girl. Now, the reason why I, I let this in is because it's important that we still have comics for the young, the young kids, too. No, fuck them. Um, <laughs> they had their chance. <laughs> and I, this one has been on my radar for a while just because this is a whole new section of DC Comics that they're really pushing for not only for younger kids but for the girls, which I think mm -hmm. is always a good thing. Um, and DC Superhero Girls issue one. The story's corny as shit. You, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna be riveted if you're an adult. Um, the artwork is simple. It's much like a, a cartoon would be. Um, it follows one. Well, it's kind of weird. the The main characters is Wonder Woman, um, Batgirl, Supergirl, and Harley Quinn. Odd. Harley Quinn is not a bad guy. Um, so they're all in the super the superhero um, high school, basically. Um, and they all go to high school together. So <laughs> it, it opens up to them fighting um, some fucking dumb lion-looking dude. And uh, they beat him. Harley's not there. And, then, and they're complaining the whole time that they're going to be late to school. You know, getting in with the kids. And so they, they get to school. Wonder Woman gets a text from her mother, which I laughed too hard at. <laughs> right. that the queen of Themyscira is texting <laughs> her daughter. Um, you know, she's only like, what, 6,000 years old? Right, I'm sure right. she's figuring out. Um, just a, just and a who's normal. Her, and, and, who, and who's her provider? Like, seriously? It doesn't say, but I'm going to guess. AT&T. AT&T has that globalization shit. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, how's the service in the Mascara? What's um, the coverage like? Right. What's that rate plan, though? That's what I want to know. Um, now, we get to school, and it was kind of interesting where the story changed. Like, they weren't talking... This might be just a mistake in the writing, but if they keep this, it would be kind of an interesting thing. They kind of just blended into the next story arc. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't, it didn't. I, I'm used to kid comics back in the day when I was a kid, where they were like Archie comics. There's a harsh stop, right. and then it has a new title and all that. So they blend in. They're in. They're going to school, and you find out that uh, Wonder Woman uh, needs to do a book report <laughs> on the Odyssey. Which wow, she shouldn't have an issue with that. <laughs> right. I don't think. Um, she was the there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she's freaking out because she hasn't read the book yet. She gets to school and she's falling asleep in class, and um, you know, typical kid shit. This is Harley's entrance, by the way, being a loud mouth in the back of class. Um, and then there's there's this, there's a this slumber party. They're all having a slumber party. Okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> They're like 14. Continue. <laughs> Continue <right. laughs> um, no, they're drawn like they're 14. Like, I, my mind didn't even go there when Continue. I read Continue. Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is the last one. No. Uh, so, 
Batgirl says, oh, I my jet is parked <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> but then they can't find it. And Naturally. I think, Har- I think Harley says it wouldn't just get up and leave itself. <laughs> and Batgirl's like, well, with my tech, it could if I if I accidentally hit the auto drive. And then someone says, did you? And she's like, no. You know, it's fucking silly shit. Right. Um, I forget what happened after that, but they end up going to the slumber party. And before they left class, the teacher, um, who is either a supervillain or a superhero too, but I, cu- I couldn't um, recognize him. I couldn't remember his name. He said, okay, over the weekend, get some rest and read that fucking book. It's basically what he told her. <laughs> So she has this moment where she's looking at her book. She's like, oh, I really should read this, but I want to go to the slumber party. And she tosses it in her bag and goes, I'll just read it while I'm there. So you can tell the next issue is going to be her ignoring her fucking responsibilities and the right. consequences of those actions. Right. Um, yes, it's dumb. When I explain it to all of you who are hopefully adults, by the way this <laughs> podcast usually goes. <laughs> But it's important, too, because... Or have very liberal parents. <laughs> right. If you look at the way comic books are today, they're really not for children for the most part. They're right. for us. The comics grew with us. Right. Yeah. You know? um, and not only that, very focused on on men or, or young men and stuff like that. So it's nice to see something that my daughters can read and have a little bit of fun with. So I told her that I will buy her, continue to buy these ones but they're doing the whole thing like they, they're gonna have a cartoon toys yeah. i've already seen the toys um you know any you always see them before yeah you always see them before the show <laughs> right I've, any any way to suck money out of my fucking wallet dc right <laughs> yeah. but um it's good i like it you know we can all look up to uh i just don't understand the the main story was weird because she's freaking out that she didn't read the odyssey but she was there like we're exactly. not kidding i know it's like she was part she was there <laughs> Unless they're changing it because she she is kind of like a 14-year-old girl in this. So maybe she wasn't there, depending on whatever the origin is. But that would make Batgirl and Harley Quinn and all of them extremely old. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I guess it would be weird. But you have – because they're all young. They're all high school kids. Right, right. If it was Wonder Woman in the normal comics, she would look at the Odyssey and go, and go I, I know it by heart. Yeah. Or this isn't right. Oh, yeah. She would be, <laughs> she'd, be, she'd be sitting there going, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Oh, this is the Odyssey. It's, it's a historical book for, about Greek, ancient Greek culture. She'd be like, am I in it? She'd be like, no. <laughs> then it's incorrect. Right. <laughs> shit aside. You know, so anyway, if you have kids, uh, if you have a, a daughter, there you go. You're welcome, by the way. So, oh. and we also found out a little bit about uh, Steve and what he's into. So I don't know what the hell's going on there? Have a long talk after. <laughs> this is probably the last show. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So now for my picks of uh, last week's comic release. Number three this uh, for this week was <laughs> oddly enough, Ms. Marvel number twelve. Uh, Following the events of the previous issues and in Civil War II, Kamala decides to take a trip to her native Pakistan to visit family. G. Willow Wilson manages to give us a nice calm story since most of the other main titles this month deal with the uh, Civil War II and the latest Ulysses vision between Miles Morales and Captain America. 
Kamala goes back to Karachi to visit relatives and see the sights and sounds of, of the town. However, seeing the gang that gangs are ruling the water supply, she tries not to use her powers to deal with the situation. She eventually jumps in and tries to tries and help, but ends up getting herself into a strange situation. She learns a powerful lesson that only only an American can really learn about jumping into a situation that you know nothing about. Um, it is a cool. I'm sure I'll figure it out. <laughs> right. uh, it is a cool one-off story and shows more of the growth um, Kamala is getting in this run of the series. Uh, Mirka Andaloff does some great artwork, especially working on the transition, especially with the blue to yellow uh, uh, overlay from her life in the U.S. to the life in uh, in Pakistan. So the whole run so far of Ms. Marvel since the uh, reboot after uh um secret wars what is um been really good because they've actually been exploring the character of her not just being this impetuous teenage girl becoming a superhero uh she's actually learning a lot and also really learning to never talk to your idols because that always leads into weird things so i've been enjoying this run uh it's i usually don't like one-off stories because they're usually kind of like, whatever, you know, it's like they're not going to really go anywhere. But this one is actually really good, especially for character-wise. Um, my second uh, pick for this week, Doctor Strange Mystical Apprentice number one. This title is really good if you're not familiar with the character of the new Marvel movie coming out this week. Uh, Mystic Apprentice focuses on Stephen Strange's study to project his hysterial form something that has he hasn't been able to do he studied every book available to him and just cannot break the physical plane it seems that he cannot break out of his former life that of a surgeon the book deals with his struggles and lessons to achieve his goal the story is well written by will um, corona pilgrim and the artwork by andrea devito is great the color of and also had to mention the coloring of laura valari who does wonders in the book it also has two additional stories these are actually really cool, especially, like I said, if you don't know the history of this character. One is the origin story from S Strange Tales, number 115, and Doctor Strange, Master of the Black Magic, from Strange Tales, number 110, both written by Stan Lee and art by Steve Ditko. Holy shit. Yeah. So, really good two um, companion stories. Yeah, especially with Doctor Strange opening on Friday. You, if, and you, you really kind of want to get a quick read on him. That's the way to go. And my number one book this week, Deadpool number 21. It's a new storyline titled Patience Zero. <laughs> uh, mm. Deadpool starts off with the with an old Christmas tradition of robbing a jewelry store dressed as Santa Claus with his old buddy Bob. No matter that Deadpool is an Avenger and Bob is with Hydra, they still find time to pull off this Christmas tradition and give the jewels to a homeless man, or as he as Deadpool called it, a hobo. Um, after that, Deadpool begins looking for a bad guy named Madcap. It appears Deadpool and Madcap had shared Deadpool's brain for a short time, and now Madcap is out to kill Deadpool. Um, and as he explains in the in the book, he shared a lot more time than most people in Deadpool's brain, which is probably the reason why he wants to kill Deadpool. Uh, there's <laughs> so many great one lines from Gary Dugan, and the fight scene with, at the zoo is is pretty crazy. Um, it's just it's a great new storyline and a lot of fun if you're a Deadpool fan. Oh, and by the way, I can't hear you when I thumbs up. 
you can't hear me when you when i thumbs up oh there's, i get it <laughs> there was a great I, th- I thought you started talking to me i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because he goes and visits um uh his uh shield friend and she's just like you know talking to him about like bad cap and they're walking and talking on the deck of this uh helicarrier and then he just like you know she's kind of into the conversation that they're talking he literally just climbs up sits in one of the jets and then she goes hey what are you doing she goes get out of that jet and you see him giving the thumbs up and he goes sorry i can't hear you when i thumbs up yeah (laughs) (laughs) the context is very important so uh, that's fucking great it's, it's awesome um so but he had some really really great lines in this one and uh you know like she's over he's over there she's like so you like spending times at crime scenes and he goes i haven't been at a crime scene she's like um yeah you have and he goes no why do you think i'm lying to you and he's sitting there drinking a cup of coffee and on hanging off the bottom of his foot says crime scene tape you know <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it was a lot of fun to read and um and I just thought it, I, I I enjoyed uh, enjoyed this read. It's when you get to like like this kind of extra week in the in the you know in some of the in, in some releases, it tends to get a little thin because next week, being that it's the first of November, we're gonna start yeah. getting a lot more of the the regular books coming back. So that should be interesting. But in them off weeks, you sometimes get some of those gems too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just weird off the wall shit. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, the reason, um, and I said, you know, early on with the uh, civil war two is there were a lot of like, there were Steve Rogers books and, um, and, um, a lot of those, but all of them kind of were side stories to this biggest issue that's coming up for, um, for, uh, civil war two, which has a vision and by this point, if you if you haven't picking up um, the vision, uh, Ulysses sees visions of the future or possible futures. He hasn't been totally right all the time, but the la- latest vision has Miles Morales killing Captain America in front of the Capitol building. So everybody's trying to figure out what's you know what's going on. So so it's apparently mm-hmm. leading um, leading ahead. So everything's kind of setting up for that that big moment. So. But aside from that, the only ones that didn't really deal with that storyline were pretty much the ones that I read. So Marvel, every time I do the new releases, um, Marvel's list is so fucking long. Yeah. Like a shit that. But uh, let's be honest, a lot of them are just variant covers that I have to delete <laughs> <laughs> from the list. But yeah, Marvel's always got the, they have so much shit going on. Yeah, and um, the thing with this one too is the fact that. Many of these, many of the titles that come out, yeah, they're the regular books, but there's also, you know, one-off Civil War II titles that, you know, kind of like add-ons to it. Like, for those of you, you know, and by the way, we don't condone illegally downloading um, items, but if you ever go to those particular sites and stuff like that and you get like the the bulk, like Civil War II, and then it shows everything that had anything to do with it, those things are fucking huge. And that's kind of what this would be. This would be one of those of every single comic that had to deal aside from the main storyline. So, yeah. But it's been interesting. I mean, the storyline's been interesting, but I'm reaching the point where it's like, okay, just kind of let's bring it to a close already. Let's also give a shout out to uh, Steve for not falling behind like myself, being more prepared <laughs> um, on the on the comic books. Mm-hmm. 
the man, the myth, the legend, Steve. Thank you, sir. I appreciate None that. None of that was sarcasm, too. It's, <laughs> you it's, can, it's, I can tell. I can tell at this point where where you're being sarcastic. And I I could see that you weren't being sarcastic at this point. No, I'm being okay. I'm being honest. <laughs> I was I, I was I was caught fucking up. <laughs> yeah. So, look, man, I was busy. All right. <laughs> see what had happened was, <laughs> it, and it wasn't. It, yeah, you were busy playing Civilization Six, you broke motherfucker. <laughs> it wasn't that. I seriously, this fucking holidays, pain in my ass. <laughs> I hope all my kids get stomach aches from all the candy they oh, eat. Bastards. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fuck these kids. <laughs> all right. So, with that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 Eric, whoa, whoa. Slow it down. Slow it down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. What? We talked about Doctor Strange. Hmm. I just want quickly. What is your take on the mixed rumors that the Doctor Strange movie actually sucks? Um, that would be interesting considering the fact that most of the rumors have been good about it um, no i've heard i've read a few rumors that say it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense now truth be told that could just be stupid people who don't understand things well right i mean and most of the most of the early reviews that i've seen i mean it's it's not rotten reviews at like a what like a 90 percent yeah um and uh you know, I've just heard a few naysayers. Yeah, I you mean, know. you're going to get that. And that, that thing In is, my cyber travels. <laughs> <laughs> last week, you know, the early reviews came out, and a lot of them were very much like, this leads up to, this takes it in a different direction. But then, of course, after you get all the positive reviews, you start getting the other people that are like, uh, it really didn't do anything for the Marvel Universe as it is, you know, and those are most likely, you know, people that just don't give a fuck. Neither um, did Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's just that it... It, you're dealing with some this is like the <laughs> this is the most different than they probably have ever done at this particular point because now they're dealing with uh the mystic realm and marvel has always kind of been stuck in more of the you know physical you know in the more of the like what do you call it like more of the realistic realm you know well, that's the thing is that they kind of they've touched pretty much all the three major facets of the marvel universe at this point with dr strange because they have cosmic regarding guardians of the galaxy the physical with everything else but and and thor's kind of cosmic too yeah and then you have dr strange which touches on the uh the magical end of it yeah so i mean i'm i'm looking to i'm looking at it as probably going to be um like most marvel fair it's going to be enjoyable it's going to be cool i like dr strange and i'm you know and i i'm 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 happy at the fact that Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Doctor Strange. Um, so I, I really don't... I don't know. I, those naysayers... I think the reason why I don't have that like worry feeling is because we've seen... You know, if people... If a movie is bad or they believe it's bad, it would already be out there. Like we saw with Batman versus Superman or... Uh, or um, Suicide Squad, when the internet is deemed something to be bad, we know it by the time it's released. And I'm not saying that it is bad. I'm saying that, that when the internet deems it's bad, as opposed to actually bad or not, we would know it at this point. And uh, yeah, so um, and also and just, and just keep it, and just keep in mind, I didn't think Suicide Squad was bad. Um, I liked it actually a lot. So and and Batman versus Superman, it had its problems, but if you see the Ultimate Edition, it's actually a better movie. Let's be honest, though, here, kids. <laughs> Even if Doctor Strange comes out and it is bad, it won't be bad because everyone will say it's good. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. But like, you know, but keep in mind, all the like, review people are, are going to be like, "Oh my God, Marvel came out with a movie 
I, my mouth is prepared for that for that Marvel dick. <laughs> <laughs> and and to me, but to me, it's it's one of those instances where, you know, I, I at this point, Marvel has done so many things right to this point. You know, of making a movie that's enjoyable. Yeah, it'll probably be different, but I think with most people, you know, and that's the problem with. And I don't read every site. I I have certain sites that I go to because a lot of the times they see it more in the realm of this is good because they the story was done a little differently. They did this. They kind of twisted on the same thing. And and some of those people said some of the people that I, I I respect more have said on the line that you know they've they've kind of twisted the the formula a little bit, but not too much. So it's still a little different, but at the same time, it's still kind of what you know what we expect from Marvel. And to me, that's good enough. Hmm. So, but I'm it, sure it's going to be a good movie. I just, I just, um, I just thought it was funny because I don't usually see that at all in any capacity. Yeah. Where people are just like, "Oh, this movie's going to blow." I'm like, "It's a Marvel movie. Why are you saying that? No one ever says that." And then at the same time, did these people actually see the movie? <laughs> you know, cause that's the thing too. Yeah. Well, it's because Marvel look. And I and and I've said this before. They earn. They've earned this. Yeah. But even like Thor: Dark World, right? That was the second one. Was the second yeah. one Dark World? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say that's the that's the shittiest Marvel movie so far, in the current movies. But they say it in such a nice way. <laughs> they go, well, it just wasn't the strongest film. Or Iron Man three. It wasn't the strongest film, but it had its good qualities. Batman vs. Superman has a few issues with it. That movie was fucking shit. They should all <laughs> die in a fire and fucking... And I was like, what the fuck? I think a lot of times... I think, And this is, this is what I kind of think is the fact that with that, you have Marvel that has been doing this for eight years at this point. Warner Brothers took so long to get a lot yeah. of this together. I think a lot of people kind of expected more from Warner Brothers because they took such a long time to do this together. Instead, it kind of looked like they kind of slapped some things a little bit together. Well, let's be honest. Too. Let's be honest, too. And that's completely true. And also, Marvel has already set the bar for comic book movies. Right. So if you don't reach the bar, most people aren't going to go, well, they're just starting out. And then you They're going to go, fuck you. It's not <laughs> as good. And then at the same token, I mean, Marvel started this when there was just Marvel. There was no yeah. Disney behind it. You know, Disney didn't start back in those movies until phase two and and they were making money on phase one. So, you know, there there's a lot of that. And here you have Warner Brothers who has a fucking, stu you know, DC who has a studio attached to it. It was a little like, wow, really? This is the best you guys could have come up with, you know? So, but then again, you know, there's a lot of other factors in the play, you know, directors and, you know, stories and how much studio gets well, involved the, a, a big like a that. big problem is warner brothers loves to be fucking hands-on yeah. like they they try to nope can't do that nope right nope they tell directors all the time and Mar and disney hasn't really done that yeah they've, this they is very they let marvel do what they need to do at this point they just and write they, checks yeah i mean because if you see that like you know people go oh when pixar got picked what bought by disney everybody's like oh fuck they're gonna ruin everything they let them do what they want you know now, why are they going to buy a successful company and then go in and try to change everything yeah it's like, stupid look, look you guys are making money without us just now you have more resources you know and same thing when they you know when they bought out the muppets everybody said the same thing and you know hey that muppet movie did really well <laughs> you know now so. the one thing 
DC, or I'm sorry, the one thing Disney does do, they have complete control over, it seems, is the merchandising. Oh, yeah. Which, in a lot of ways, makes sense. But then little things happen, like where Black Widow had no fucking toy. Right. When Avengers came out. And I think if Marvel would have had that, it would have been a different story. No, but, I, I, well, who knows? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's that would be true. I mean, that that's just my personal opinion. And also with um, Disney buying Star Wars, they pretty much like Lucasfilm. You do what you want with it, you know. Just you know, make them not suck like the prequels. Yeah, but Disney put <laughs> Disney put out um, tons of fucking memorabilia for Ray. But it was kind of hard to overlook her. She's the main fucking no, character. No, not movie. at first. Not at first. Really? Yeah, because there were there were a lot of reports of um, like uh, sets. That didn't include Ray. In the beginning, mm. they they fucked up so hardcore, and that's where I was kind of like, oh, they're going, they, you know, Disney doing the, the whole Marvel route. They did the same thing with that, but then after the backlash, because people were like, yo, where, why are we getting all the Finn and Poe, you know, and and um, Kylo Ren, when you know Ray was kind of a big part of that story too, and like a no, little bit, yeah, just a little, <laughs> just a touch. I mean. You blink and you miss her. I get it, but you know it's like, you know, that's kind of a little bit of a dick move there. So, but don't yeah. hold my hand. It's still my favorite scene. Yeah. Why? Well, he's kept trying to hold her hand. Yeah. And she's like, I could help myself. Right. Like, why are you holding my hand? Stop it. <laughs> uh, all right. And then leads into the second best scene with the Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Uh, all right, the junk it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go into some douchebagger douchebaggery so my douchebag of the week comes from the huffington post drinking and driving is a big no-no combine it with topless snapchatting and you have the makings for real brouhaha a good time oh. <laughs> <laughs> continue <laughs> a 19 year old college student at texas a&m is facing charges after police said she crashed an suv into a squad car while attempting to send a topless Snapchat selfie to her boyfriend, according to the smoking gun. Miranda K. Raider was arrested in Bryan, Texas, Wednesday night, moments after the crash. No one was injured in the squad car as the driver was investigating a disturbance and wasn't in the vehicle at the time. The arresting officer said when he approached the SUV, he observed Raider with her bra unfastened, trying to put her shirt back on, according to the Bryan College Station Eagle. Officer said that she told him she was driving back to her dorm on the Texas A&M campus and decided to send a picture, a Snapchat picture, to her boyfriend while stopped at a red light. Raider was not injured, but the officer noticed an open bottle of wine in the vehicle, according to a police report obtained by the smoking gun. The officer noted the wine bottle was about a quarter of the way full with a, quote, liquid that had the odor of an alcoholic beverage, according to the MySanAntonio.com. Raider allegedly told the officer that she drank some of the wine at a friend's house before she headed back to her home on uh, to her home uh, on campus dorm. The officer who ha who then conducted a series of sobriety tests on the subject described her eyes as glassy in his report and that she quote swayed continuously. Uh, Raider was booked um, to the booked into the Brazos County Jail and charged with DWI with an open container, according to. KBTX and is also issued a citation for my, uh, a minor in possession of alcohol. So the takeaway of this, kids. Oh, she's a minor too. Well, she's nineteen. Oh, minor in in, in reference to, to the drinking alcohol. age. Yeah. So the lesson of this, kids, 
is if you're doing a, a Snapchat and you're drunk, be sure you're not in a vehicle. Yes. Yeah. You know, because there's too, too many moving parts at this particular point. Stop with the fucking naked Snapchats. No, 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 no. We don't. We don't need to stop that. Let but, me be. Let me. Let me be clear. There are three women in my office that I have seen naked pictures of because of Snapchat. Okay. Okay. Yes. On the surface, that's cool. <laughs> but I think to myself, there's no privacy anymore because, and it's not because of technology. It's because everyone's a fucking idiot, and they don't know how to how to uh, use the privacy. Just look and at like, Wiener. Oh, Just look at Anthony Wiener. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Look oh, at Snapchat. Anthony's <laughs> Snapchat. They can't. They can't. Um. They can't screenshot. They can't. They can't. Yeah. Oh yes, they can. Yeah. You're just notified. You're just. Their- you're just notified that they did. That's all yeah. it is. It doesn't stop. Does that change anything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, oh shit. That gives you that oh shit moment. I'll tell you what. I saw. I saw one girl's little Snapchat photo. From my job, I can't even look her in the eye anymore. That chick was a little too fine. I was like, huh? <laughs> my eyes are up, talk, my eyes are up ask, here. I know. <laughs> right? She comes to ask me a question. And I'm just like, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like my eyes are up here. Yeah, but your tits are down there, <laughs> which I've seen. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, congratulations. Right. Um, your parents did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> you are a marvel of genetic science. <laughs> um, let's move right along. Forget outstanding warrants. This guy had an outstanding appetite. What? Hey, foes, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> the suspect in an Arizona car chase took an unexpected detour on Wednesday, stopping at the drive-through of an In-N-Out burger as he attempted to elude authorities. Look. I'm different from the cops, but I'm hungry as fuck. Right. <laughs> and in and out's usually pretty quick if there isn't a line. So, right, I mean, right. I, um, deputies. How many Phoenix, did he pass before he found the one with no line? <laughs> all of them. <laughs> right. um, deputies in Phoenix attempted to arrest 35-year-old Joshua Adkins, uh, who had an outstanding warrant, uh, AZ Central reports. AZ Central is our local newspaper. It's the big one that no one reads. <laughs> Except for Huffington Post. Um, <laughs> the, one, the one reader they have. Yeah. Police hungry for justice. Jeez. Say they began tracking Atkins with a helicopter after he failed to comply with authorities. Sometimes I pick these stories just because of the jokes that Huffington Post. <laughs> um, unfortunately for Atkins, the food was not fast enough. Helicopter footage shows Atkins appear to order a meal only to drive away. Empty hand. This motherfucker didn't even get it, dude. Uh, and they have the picture too right here. <laughs> what he should what he should have done is gone for uh, one of those food serving apps. Have them have it at a rest at, at a residence. Yeah, and then just drive up, grab the food, and then jet. Hey, did you know Uber delivers food now? I've heard that. Yeah, I went into my local this is Japanese hole in the wall place that I go to that I fucking love, and now it's always busy. Yeah. And it's just these fucking really assholeish Uber drivers. By the way, every Uber driver seems to be a hipster. Yeah. And and they they just stare at their phone the whole time and go pick up. Like they look so annoyed. I'm like, are you annoyed because you're working to make money? Hmm. All you're doing is driving down the street. That, like, that's, over that's why I take Lyft. <laughs> I don't take either of them. I drive my automobile. <laughs> 
bitches. No, I'm just kidding. Um, police eventually arrested Atkins on suspicion of unlawful flight from law enforcement, aggravated assault, domestic violence, and unlawful imprisonment. Wait, what? How does he have unlawful imprisonment? He probably had somebody. Oh, shit. According to Fox 10 Phoenix, which is our television network. And there's a picture of him. He does look a little rapey. (laughs) Not going to lie. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny (laughs) that you you think you're that fucking cool. Right. And And the funny thing is, click on the article, Steve, and look at it. Look at the the picture. He's in the white pickup truck and the In and Out drive through. In and Out drive through don't even have a proper roof. You could see through that shit, <laughs> bruh. Like for real, right. get up at McDonald's. They can't see you through that. Yeah, he does look a little rapey, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm just saying. He looks he looks like he's a bit rapey with farm animals. Yeah. To be honest, with a dope on his face. I mean, wait. I mean, first of all. What are you doing? You're telling the cops, like, yo, 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 I want to continue this race, but I'm fucking starving, and I need... Did he hit him? I need... Did he hit him with a timeout? Right. <laughs> I need to have jungle-style fries. That's what I need to have right now, so uh, let's just... Jungle-style? Yeah, that's when you get it with, like, the Thousand Island dressing and shit like that I thought on that there. was animal-style. Or animal-style, yeah, yeah. I thought there was some new shit I didn't know about. <laughs> I need that animal-style fries, so we gotta, I gotta hook that up real quick. He's like, listen, I usually get animals. Let me get that jungle style, though. <laughs> Dude, I love it and out. Oh, yeah. I remember when they first it first came to Arizona, I had never eaten there yet. And they're like, oh, in and outs Everyone was fucking losing their mind because <laughs> in and out was coming. I'm like, what, what the fuck is in and out <laughs> And it was weird to me because none of these people, it's people because most people in Arizona aren't from here. Mm-hmm. They've moved from other places. Yeah, so you have a lot of people that were from California we're in that out. were literally jerking off in public because In and Out was about to open. I'm like, is it a crack den? What the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, when they go, it's... when they opened one uh, down the street from from uh, where I work and stuff like that. You know, across the street from the high school, I was like, I was like, oh shit, because the closest one was like, you know, you had to you had to go a little ways to get to it. They also say too, In and Out, while not exactly health food. Uh, it's healthier than the other ones, though, because they use all all natural shit. Yeah, but you know so, what? Cheeseburger is a cheeseburger. Listen, in and out's delicious. <laughs> oh shit! I just I just removed my mic from the mount. <laughs> Shove that back in there. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Tight uh, meta. <laughs> That's, what, That's she also said. what she said. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I think I found. I guess. The title for I guess the show. Const- I guess be constantly moving this thing up and down as <laughs> the bolt. That's what she That's said. What she said. <laughs> Continue. Oh man! All right. So we want to hear you. So comment on, uh, if you want to comment about the show, you know, topics, things along that line, ask us questions, uh, you can get a, hit us up on all our social media havens, go ahead and tell us your thoughts, uh, request or just say hi on our Facebook page, Google plus Instagram, and even Snapchat. Don't bother with vine. Um, Ooh, too soon. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can even, did find- we have a vine? We did, but we never. I always plan, tried on planned on using it, but just never got around to it. Um, yeah, I think everybody was doing the same thing. <laughs> I know, right? 
Uh, <laughs> you can also find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle aged geek, Instagram middle aged underscore geek, or check out my blog, themiddleagedgeek.com, which I actually updated today with a, a blog about what we talked about earlier about uh, the interest in Halloween. So I have a little, little short blog on there about that. Um, where can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, Twitter, which I think is still going to be around tomorrow. <laughs> right. Um, at Sapien TLG. I'm going to try to use it a little bit more often. You were using it I still, quite a bit for I a still, while. Yeah, I still use it. I just, I've been working so much overtime. Nothing for me to really say. <laughs> like, what do you want? What do you guys want to hear? I'm at work. <laughs> I'm still at work. Do you think anybody would care if I flip my desk over? <laughs> right. And I don't, I don't know if I could fit. I'm trying very hard to keep the existential dread at bay. I think that might be too long <laughs> right. for Twitter. 140 characters, you know. Uh, and then, I don't know, I, I have a hard time, like, if I see a cool article or something, I, I just forget to share it. Mm. Like, I just, I think I don't give a fuck if other people see things that I see, which is odd <laughs> because I'm kind of, You're kind of that doing way. a podcast right, right. now. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, I have to figure that out. All right, and be sure to tune in on Friday for the return of Just Another Podcast for yeah. November. And there's still time to ask your questions. You have until Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific time to ask us a question. Uh, Amador has already asked us a question for uh, this uh, this month's episode, and he always he's getting that like existential kind of shit, like the shit you really have to think about. So um, uh, top of <laughs> basically yeah. just uh you know whatever whatever Do something <laughs> yeah whatever you want to ask if you want to hear our origin story um you know anything it doesn't really matter even our political views that will be long but our uh, origin story yeah oh, you know i got you know i got bit by a radioactive raccoon you know that kind of stuff <laughs> whatever you want you can just hit us up um and you can ask us on uh facebook facebook.com slash the lazy geeks i was I was bitch slapped by a mutated kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can play ad libs right. to get your shit. <laughs> True. Uh, um, our Google Plus page, Instagram the, at the Lazy Geeks, and even Snapchat the Lazy Geeks. So uh, yeah, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. Do it for the vibe. <laughs> This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.